0: Stephanie Stump was walking through the Lincoln Park Zoo one cold winter night with a friend. And they noticed there were no animals in sight. We were just wondering what happens to the animals when it gets cold. Where do they go? Especially the warm weather animals. Do they ship them down to Florida? <laughs> and she wondered, if they stay inside all winter, doesn't that drive them nuts? Because I know I get cabin fever in the winter, so imagine how they must feel. I'm Katherine Nagasawa, Curious City's multimedia producer. And it turns out the zoo animals don't actually head to Florida for the winter. But Stephanie's concern about cabin fever is real. Animals get stressed when confined to small indoor spaces. It can even affect their health. So I take Stephanie to the Lincoln Park Zoo to learn how they help animals cope with winter. We speak to general curator Dave Bernier, who explains the zoo gets the animals outside as much as possible.
1: We know that the animals prefer to be outside or they prefer to have more room.
0: But not all of them can handle cold weather. And the zoo divides animals into three categories, each requiring a different strategy. There are cold-tolerant animals who don't need much help in the winter. There are weather-hardy animals that can go outside a little, but also need help staying comfortable. And most challenging, there are temper animals who only make it outside on the mildest winter days. So the zoo staff has to get creative to stave off the cabin fever. Starting with the cold-tolerant animals, Bernier says as often as possible, The zoo looks for species that can handle chilly weather,
1: like these guys. The Chilean flamingos, who come from the Andes. And so they experience a lot more colder weather than other flamingos that you think of that might come from a more tropical area. They're able to be outside nearly all year round for some part of the day, and all we have to do is keep a little bit of open water out there for them to wade into, and they're content out there. Another cold-tolerant species? The Bactrian camel,
0: from the cold, windy steppes of Central Asia
1: there's no shelter out there for those guys. So they're definitely built for the cold weather.
0: Specifically, in the winter, they grow a thick, shaggy coat, which is especially hairy on their necks and humps. Now, whether hardy animals like rhinos and lions aren't as good in the cold as the camels or flamingos, but they can go out for an hour
1: or two. Our lions go outside. They like to play in the snow, but they also know they can go inside to their heated indoor sheltered areas.
0: That's right, lions like playing in the snow, as long as they can come inside afterwards. Turns out, just like house cats, when they're cooped up inside, it helps to give lions toys. They sometimes get a pinata shaped like a prey animal, like a gazelle, which they love to tear apart. Now, Bernier doesn't call the gazelle pinata a toy. He has a more fancy zoo curator
1: term, enrichment. So enrichment is just a tool that we use to try to get the animals to engage in natural behaviors.
0: And that takes us to temperate animals. We have a hard time in colder snow. The giraffes, for example, sometimes get cooped up inside, so the zoo ramps up the enrichment. In the wild, giraffes browse for food, so the zoo hangs tree branches in their enclosures.
1: That encourages them to forage naturally, you know, have to use their tongue and their lips and all the other things that they would normally do in order to acquire food.
0: Stephanie was glad to hear the zoo keeps the animals occupied indoors and encourages all the animals to get outside whenever possible. And she didn't realize so many animals could handle the cold. Yeah, I never would expect to see a flamingo in the snow. Or a camel. Reporting for the story came from me, Katherine Nagasawa. Support for City comes from the Conant Family Foundation. And quick note, we first ran this story in 2018.